Hi, I'm Rebecca Rosen, a spiritual medium and best-selling author. Welcome to my podcast, Small, Medium, at Large. Although small in stature, I've been taking on the big and unusual job of talking to the dead for over 20 years. I serve as a messenger for spirit, helping people to connect to their departed loved ones and guides, while also encouraging them to strengthen their own intuition. For over 15 years, Gabrielle Bernstein has been transforming lives, including her own. The number one New York Times bestselling author has penned eight books, including The Universe Has Your Back, Super Attractor, and the latest, her first Audible original, You Are the Guru. With started as hosting intimate conversations with 20 people in her New York City apartment, Gabby has grown into speaking to tens of thousands and sold out venues throughout the world. She was featured on Oprah's Super Soul Sunday as a next generation thought leader, and the New York Times has identified Gabby as a new role model. Gabby connects with her community through her books, her miracle membership, the Spirit Junkie app, podcasts, masterclasses, live events, and more. I've been incredibly inspired by Gabby's work over the years and consider her to be a spiritual rock star. I'm honored that we share a similar goal of empowering people on their spiritual journey, and you're in for a treat with this podcast conversation about having faith over fear. I'm so excited to get the opportunity and honor to interview you and have this conversation with you. Um, You know, it's pretty amazing how our paths crossed, how it was like, what, eight, 10 years ago, we shared the same editor. He insisted, he felt like we needed to meet each other. And the minute I met you, he felt like a soul sister. It was just so refreshing to have someone down to earth and in their power, um, you know, kind of teaching and preaching the same messages that I'm, you know, trying to put out there to my audience. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, and we've done some events together over the past years. Um, We traveled to Brazil together, did the Marianne Williamson thing. Um, so it's been a lot of fun and, um, I'm just really grateful. You're such a rock star spiritual teacher to me and to so many people. And, um, I just really want to thank you for the work you show up and do every day. Thank you, Rebecca. I was going to say how funny you're a fun friend to, uh, to meet for the first time because (laughs) the first day I met you, we sat down and you're like, okay, I'm going to read you right now. (laughs) It's like, wow. (laughs) And I I asked for it. I wanted it. And you you know, you you definitely are um, a very, a very special person to meet for the first time. Cause it's, it's like, there's no small talk. It's just right, right into big talk. Right. I am too. I don't have any, there's no small talk, you know, no small talk. Right. No time. No, no. Yeah. I don't remember that, but I'm sure that sounds very true. Very much (laughs) like me. Um, but you know, I just feel like our messages are so in alignment and it's, you know, about empowering other people to go within, trust that, you know, internal, um, compass that, that in center of intuition, intuitive guidance, and really to get people to step into their power, to become co-creators and manifestors, right. Of miracles and whatever their purpose is. Um, and so I just really, I really appreciate that about you. And I love your new book, Super Attractor. Um, amazing. And just really spoke to me as well. But, you know, so I, what I would love to do going into this faith over fear message, um, especially now in light of the crazy times that we're in, people need it more than ever. 
Um, you and I did a reading a few years ago. And, you know, if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit about that, because I know you were in a place of struggle and fear. And um, I would just love to hear from you if you wouldn't mind sharing, um, you know, what that was about. Well, I believe that we are always being guided, regardless of whether we receive that guidance on our own or whether it comes through the communication of a medium or whether it comes through a song you hear or whether it comes through a book you read. But when we open up to the willingness to receive spiritual guidance, that's when we can really begin to transform our fear into faith. And I was at a time uh, in March of 2016, 2016, maybe 2017. I don't remember exactly. I was maybe it was 2017 and I was really struggling in many different areas of my life, but particularly with conception. And I was, it was taking me a while to conceive. And I had a lot of misaligned thoughts when it came to it. I felt really, uh, I was really struggling with the need to try to control and the need to, uh, force things and force my timeline and force my expectations. And it was around that time that you and I had a reading and it was really God's work because it was time for me to really practice surrender, but I needed a little gentle push. And on our reading, you you were really clear about this spirit baby that came through. So much so that you even started talking about the month that the baby would be conceived or or you said a month, but you're funny. You always say that you don't know exactly the timing it's going to be. You know, you're like, it could be the month that you get right. pregnant. It could be the month that you conceive. You know, you, you, get, you don't let it like us to get too hung up about the timing. But just hearing your conviction and connection to spirit was so heart opening and relieving to me. And I think that would be for, for anyone. Mm-hmm. And then I took your cue and began to surrender and surrender more because I could have, you know, heard you and then been like, but I still want it now, or I need it this year, but did it still came, you know, it was still another sure. year or so before I conceived. And I didn't know how or when or what the process was going to be for me. And I just continued to stay very faithful. But what that reading gave me was this opportunity to truly surrender and accept that spirit's plan was better than mine Mm. and that the universe had a plan that was better than mine. Yes. And to own that it's not always going to happen on my timeline, but it will happen in a a way that is far better than I could imagine. And that is the case. That is what happened. I love that. Yeah. So when when I surrendered and then I kept surrendering more. (laughs) Surrender, it's a big lesson for all of us, you know, getting out of the way, getting our ego out of the way, getting into that higher self's knowing Mm -hmm. um, that there is a divine order and timing to everything. So that's, that's amazing. Um, So what were some tools that you used daily to stay in faith and trust and out of that fear and doubt that can come in? Well, it was interesting because at the time that this all was going down, I was writing my book, The Universe Has Your Back. And I wrote a chapter called When You Think You've Surrendered, Surrender More. Yes. Where I really laid out the steps to spiritual surrender. 
So one of the steps is to take your hands off the wheel through prayer. And I often say that the secret to prayer is to forget what you think you need. And so when we take our hands off the wheel through prayer, it's really praying. Instead of praying for an outcome, we begin to start to pray for what is of the highest good for all. Mm. That practice in itself can be a transformational surrender. Because when we're in the consistent prayer for an outcome, we're controlling, we're forcing, we're trying to make something happen. Our energy is really misaligned. Whereas when we're in the prayer for the highest good, we're in faith. We're Mm -hmm. not in fear. We're in faith. And we're trusting that the universe has a plan. Whatever is of the highest good is meant to be. It's all coming in divine time. That practice was the first step. The next step I took was I started to really focus on what was thriving in my life rather than what I didn't have. So by focusing on what was thriving, I could get my attention back onto good feeling vibrations, positive momentum, more positive energy. And, you know, focusing on the fact that my, I was writing this amazing book that I was so thrilled to be putting out into the world, focusing on my marriage, focusing on my health. I had just moved into a new home. So there was so many great things going on that I, instead of looking at the lack, I decided to redirect my focus onto what was thriving. And that was extremely beneficial for surrender. And then I just continued to surrender and surrender more and kept giving it over and then really asking spirit for more guidance. So there was a great story I put in that chapter where you had already channeled for me. And then I, one afternoon had been doing a little bit of channeling for my husband, which for me, I don't, I can't, I can't channel for myself. Right. I really can't. I mean, it's hard to be objective. It's hard to be objective. I have like my own agenda once in a while. If it's something I'm not super attached to, I can get a strong hit. But when someone else is there, it can come through me more naturally. And so I was doing just like, just meditating with Zach. And then I started channeling for him. And all of a sudden at the end of the, this meditation, I started saying to him, all of a sudden these words came out of my mouth and it said, Google the meaning of wild turkeys. Previously that day, I'd been looking out my window and I saw all these wild turkeys walking in the snow. So I just like really took the message of the wild turkeys. And then in the reading that I was giving my husband was Google the meaning of wild turkeys. And so then I immediately stood up and I went to my desk and I Googled the meaning of wild turkeys. And the, the spiritual meaning of wild turkeys is fertility. Wow. That's incredible. So that was another one of the steps, which was just consistently sure. to go back to spirit, let spirit guide me, consistently ask for signs, right. stay open to what the messages were that needed to come through. Absolutely. Starting with that's, you. That's amazing. Well, you know, um, I just, I'm such a believer in that the more you use it, the stronger it gets, the intuitive muscle gets, but it also builds your faith, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have that authentic faith and then it, it becomes a knowing. It's no longer a question. You know, you're being divinely guided. You know, spirit, your team and spirit is there to cheer you on, to help you fulfill your purpose and to bring forward whatever you're meant to bring forward. Um, but just hearing that story, I'm sure, you know, it's just inspiring to remind all of us that there are signs and there are synchronicities, right? Miracles that happen and are supposed to happen every day, many times a day. Yeah, we Uh, have to get out of the way. 
when you get out of the way, you surrender. And when you, your faith is greater than your fear, right? Because I think what we forget is so often is, you know, fear is such a low frequency. Mm-hmm. And so when you become a match to the other low frequencies, miracles can happen. That's right. And, and that's where we disconnect from our higher selves, our higher guidance from spirit. So, um, you know, I just, I see a lot of my clients struggling. It's like, they know all this, but you know, it's, it's hard to stay in that place of faith and trust when there's so much around you, you're, you're an empath and you're feeling the frenetic energy and all the fear. Right. Yeah. And so, so what do you do? Um, I know you've written in so many of your books, miracles now about tools, you know, to attract more miracles and keep your vibe high. So to stay in that kind of frequency of miracle consciousness, what do you do every day? How many things that, that I am practicing, particularly right now with so much stressors in the world and the inability to ignore it, really, nor should we be ignoring the realities of what's happening around us. We have to be conscious and aware, but we can't take it all on. So the practices, I have so many practices, but particularly right now, one in particular is uh, something that my friend Nicole Sachs suggested, which was called Journal Speak. And it's based on the principles of Dr. John Sarno's work, who was the doctor who he wrote a book called The Mind Body Prescription and How to Heal Back Pain and it, many other books. But the concept of this is to really discharge your impermissible rage and your impermissible fears and all the stuff that's in your subconscious. And so it's a 20 minute journaling exercise followed by 20 minutes of meditation. And what I have renamed it to be, I renamed it called to call it rage on the page. (laughs) And since the beginning of COVID, I've been doing this practice and it's really, it's, it's, it's made my sleep amazing. I sleep 10 hours a night. My physical, my physical symptoms have subsided completely. I feel awesome. So you, I actually added something else, which is I put on this binaural music, which is uh, bi- it stimulates the bilateral brain functioning, which allows you to open up. It allows your brain to open up to a greater ability to process and a greater window of tolerance for memories and allowing things to just be re- reprocessed, frankly. So I'm listening to my, my EMDR music, which is binaural beats from Spotify. And I actually have a playlist called the Rage on the Page playlist. If people need it, it's on my Spotify. I do that for 20 minutes while I'm, I listen to that while I'm raging on the page for 20 minutes. And then I meditate for 20 minutes very deeply with the same music and just let that rage come out and Mm -hmm. then be processed. And it's not just rage, it's sadness, it's fear, it's things I wasn't even putting into words that I start to put into words through the writing. Uh, and it's not a meditation. It's not a journaling to try to channel. It's a journey, journaling to try to let go. Sure. And channeling comes through, but typically, no, it's really just getting the subconscious fears out onto the page and transforming those fears, really. Absolutely. I do everything. Oh my God. I, I love that so much because, you know, my story began back in college when I was journaling. Yep. I was, you know, I was dumping my thoughts and feelings because I was so frustrated onto the paper. And that from there, right, you, you get it off your chest. So you lighten your vibe. And in that, I was raising my frequency enough so that I started downloading spirit. And, you know, again, you want to do it without any agenda, no outcome, attachment to the outcome. Um, but I love that. And, 
you know, you and I both struggled with depression um, in the past, you know, in our younger years and those dark nights of the soul that led us to um, where we're at today. And, you know, I think from what I remember reading one of your books, prayer and meditation, wasn't that your mom taught you to meditate as a kid? Mm -hmm. And that was for me, my dead grandmother, my guides were saying through that journaling, Hey, you need to start praying and meditating. Right. Right. Prayer is us inviting spirit in and meditation is us receiving and listening to spirit and source. Um, And so, and then, you know, I suffered from postpartum depression after my second child. Um, And I, if I recall correctly, did you go through some of that? The uh, postpartum experience. Yeah. (laughs) We can laugh about it now. Yeah. No, but I get it. I mean, you know, and, and I think so many people think people like you and I who do this work for a living, we're immune to that. You know, we don't have, you know, dark or difficult times, but I always say we're not immune to it at all. If anything, we're the guinea pigs. We're being forced to walk that. Yeah. You know, Rebecca, it's funny. It's, I look, it was a year ago that I was diagnosed with postpartum depression, anxiety, insomnia. And I was at the darkest, darkest moment of my life, suicidal on Mother's Day, such Uh a bad time of my life. But it was the greatest catalyst for my most magnificent change. So you have to, when you live with faith, you can, and you have a strength in faith every single day, you can be met with those horrific, dark moments and they can actually turn into detours in the right direction. They can become opportunities instead of obstacles. Absolutely. So it's it's hard to see that when you're in it, but if you have faith, then you'll be much more likely to come out the other side. That's a hundred percent. And you know, I think at the end of the day, that's why I know it's why I do the work I do. You know, I'm so big when I do these readings on validations, things nobody could know but you, mm-hmm. because I want to give people authentic faith so that they walk away knowing they have their own connection to their team and spirit to their own intuition, right? To get them through these dark, difficult times. Um, and then seeing, changing your mind about it. You're the one who taught me about this with the Course in Miracles and, you know, seeing through that lens of love and not fear um, and being able to just shift that perception. You find the silver linings, you find all the gifts and all the potential challenges mm-hmm. you know, that, that we're supposed to go through. It's very right. school, right? Right. Right. It helps us grow and evolve. And it's not always easy to accept, but it's easier once you do accept that the obstacles are detours in the right direction, then the each obstacle becomes easier to navigate. So it's 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 not always and it's easy to say when your obstacles are just like, you know, oh, I didn't get that client or whatever. Right. When it is suicidal depression or yes. alcoholism or trauma or whatever it may be, it's, it's hard to, uh, in the moment, accept that it's going to be a guide, but I believe that it really is because I believe, like you said, earth school, we're here to strengthen our faith. We're here to ground in our spiritual foundation so that as we move through these life experiences, we can come out really strengthening the truth of who we are. Anyone that's listening right now has faith in our spiritual condition and has faith that we're here in earth school having a spiritual experience. As we always say, if somebody's listening to this right now, they were divinely guided. 
and they have to trust that. Without a doubt. Right? You know, suicide is a huge part of my history. My father, my grandmother both died by suicide. And um, I too, with that postpartum, I remember feeling suicidal. And it was a gift because I look back and I'm like, I'm so grateful. I can empathize now with Mm -hmm. anyone who has been there. That's how I feel too. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, in contrast, when you know what you don't want, you're more clear on what you do want. Yes. So it, it helps fuel that as well. Um, yeah. So it's just really um, just interesting times that we're in and your work. I mean, just is so you've been one of my greatest teachers and I just want to say thank you for right at you right back at you. Yeah. Right. You know, we're doing it in our own ways, but very parallel with that intention of inspiring people, right. Back into, into that place of purpose and of faith. Um, so is there anything else that you want to talk about or share that, you know, you would want listeners to hear to to deepen that faith over fear? Well, I I think that I would leave with the message that the more we, and you said this actually, the more we strengthen our spiritual condition, the more we strengthen our own faith, the easier life becomes really we will be going through difficult times, but we can know where to turn. We can rely on our higher power. We can rely on the spiritual guidance that's available to us. We can have fun with the messages that we receive from the universe. We can trust that we're being guided even when we don't know the outcome yet or the timeline, but we can stay. There's this beautiful message from A Course in Miracles. Those who are certain of the outcome can afford to wait and wait without anxiety. Mm. So you have that strength of spiritual faith. You can wait without anxiety because that certainty is what sets in. So I, I really think that that's what we're talking about here today. That the message for anyone listening or watching is right now, no matter what, this is the most valuable time to really strengthen your faith so that you can live with some greater sense of certainty and relax. I love that. And knowing everything's going to be okay, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be okay. Um, but I I couldn't agree more. And I really appreciate being able to just talk with you, as I said to you in the past, like just being able to connect with like minds, um, you know, and get out of that fear-based consciousness that's going on out there. Yeah. Um, tuning into things like this, reading, you know, your books, you know, my books, anything to help raise your vibe, put you back in that place of alignment, that yep. soul alignment with that your higher self knowing that we are co-creators, right? And that we have a say in what happens. It's not set in stone in the future. And so whatever we can do to keep adding, to be of service, to add more light, bring more light in. So... All that is in the pursuit of strengthening our faith. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So this has been so wonderful working with you and connecting and just being able to talk about it. You know, whenever we do these readings, I'm just like, it's one-sided. I'm downloading it. But to be able to sit here and hear the feedback and process it with you is really meaningful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being so open. And it's such an important and valuable topic right now. So thank you, Rebecca. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Small Medium at Large. To register for one of my Rebecca Rosen live online events or virtual small group readings, and to sign up for my newsletter, 
please visit my website, RebeccaRosen.com. There you will also find additional resources for your spiritual journey, including my self-guided courses, books, and blog videos. You can also follow me on social media by searching at Medium Rebecca Rosen on Facebook and Instagram. As always, wishing you brightest blessings and all love.